When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis for another week. Jordan Canellis here with you, taking you through what is happening this weekend in New Zealand racing. Well, I'll just be here to listen along to Butch Castles, who'll do uh, a lot of the expert work. Butch, it's good to uh, be with you again for another week of New Zealand racing. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Uh, public holiday here in New Zealand today. Matariki, the first time we're celebrating this as a public holiday in New Zealand. So racing action very appropriately with the Otaki Māori Racing Club today out of their Otaki base. Tomorrow we race at Rickerton Park and at Tauranga where the listed feature is the Team Whelan's Tauranga Classic for the Phillies and Mares. And then jumps racing to the fore at Rotorua on Sunday. So a very, very busy weekend for the racing enthusiast in New Zealand. Oh, lovely. Give us, a, uh, give us a little crash course on the, uh, on the significance of the public holiday. Yeah, so it's uh, Matariki, which is a celebration of the alignment of the stars. It's something very special to uh, the Maori. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, with that such a, a huge part of uh, New Zealand, it's the opportunity to uh, observe it has been taken by this government. And it's the first uh, time uh, that we've had uh, a public holiday to celebrate this. The Friday makes for a nice long weekend in the middle of winter. Quite nice, really. Excellent, excellent. We'll have uh, two commentators with us on the program today. We'll have Aaron White in just a moment, but the man behind the mic who will be calling the action from Rickerton on Saturday, highlighted by the Amberley Cup to be run over 1,600, is Matt Cross, and he's with us first up here on Breakfast with the Kiwis as we get into the racing. Matt, welcome. Yeah, g'day, guys. Uh, I don't know about there ever being a, a long weekend in the racing game. It's, it's the game that never stops, is it? But, um, look, I'm sure that we're going to have a good day tomorrow at Rickerton Park. I'm not sure what it's like where you gentlemen are, but here in Christchurch, we have been greeted the last, I think, three days with some absolutely ripper frosts. We've had minus two, minus three degrees up in the high country. I think they've been somewhere around minus 11, just a couple of hours up the road. The track there tomorrow is a heavy nine and the running rail's out eight metres to the thousand and eleven metres to the winning post. Now the, the frost that we had had I would imagine will be holding a fair bit of that moisture in butch that we've had sort of throughout most of the week so I'd say it will be a drying heavy nine maybe even a little bit better if we get a, a more fine day uh, tomorrow morning but I tell you what it's been virtually virtually cold down here in Christchurch. What's it like up your way? Yeah, pretty much a bit of the same. We've had the frosts uh, 
I don't think we've got down to those uh, real uh, below zero temperatures, but uh, certainly walking of a morning, it's been very, very chilly. So get a nice day out of it though, Matt. So hopefully that's the same again tomorrow at Rickerton Park. I thought we'd start on race five, the Smiths Hire handicap uh, for the open horses over the 1,200 metres. And anyone that saw Chilly Philly hit the line last time would be pretty keen to be on her, I would have thought. Yeah, it was a complete write-off as soon as they went back on her. She drew the wide barrier draw, and I don't think she looked entirely comfortable there, Butch, on the synthetic track. But particularly through the first couple of hundred metres, she just didn't really let down like a horse that was overly comfortable. She gets on to perfect going for her tomorrow, gets the sting out of the ground. She's a very, very good mare, gets in nicely at the weights of 56 and a half. Informed jockey Lisa Albrey's on. She's going to take all sorts of beating. There's a few bit of pressure in this race, I think, early, though, Butch. There's a lot of speed drawn wide out, and one of those horses will be Chiquito, who I certainly wouldn't discount as the strong winning chance. She's down four and a half kilos, meets Ehu, race rival, six and a half kilograms better. The, the track and the going suits, and I thought she'd roll across from a wide barrier draw. So I don't know if it's as simple as Chili Philly just rolling around and winning. I, I would be respecting Chiquito as an each-way play with the claim on. Ehu's going great guns at the moment. Bit of a funny horse. He's hit or miss at the start, but recently he's been picking it really nicely. And when he gets his own way up front, he's very hard to beat. But I think there will be a bit of pressure for him. And Louis Louais won two races this time, and albeit lower stakes, and does come in with the top weight. But he's a chance as well. I, I think if you're having a bet, Butch, if you like taking the shorts, then Chili Philly's your horse. But if you're wanting one at each way, then go Chiquito. Righto, race six, Matt. The Sam Keenan tennis coach, 1,400 metres. Sea Shepherd's been really good winning its last couple for Sabin Kirkland. And, and what is an even field? You'd have to give it some chance again, I thought. Yeah, for sure. He actually holds a nomination for the Winter Cup. What well, wasn't all that well away last time out, but he settled a little bit handier than what he had in the couple of starts prior. We know that he can handle the heavy track. He's from a very astute stable, the Saban Kirkland Bay, so he's one of the horses to beat for sure. I thought Wild Rover is a horse with all sorts of potential now. He's the sort of horse who I think will go right through the grades. He follows good tempo. He'll handle a wet track. He was a little bit held up at the top of the straight last time out. If they go hard enough, he'll be there to pounce halfway down. Don't worry about that, Wild Rover, the three, so you have to respect him. And doing the two, could be a bit of a push on a heavy track over 1,400 metres, but if they're able to cuddle him up and not have to cover too much ground, then he's a chance as well. And I like the way that Galileo Express has improved this time in. He won two maiden races running out nominations, and then he wasn't too far away at Wingatui last time out. He found the line like a horse who's going places. If I was having a bet, though, Butch, I'd be playing Wild Rover, number three. I think he's got plenty of potential. The feature, Matt, the Greenwood Amberley Cup over the 1,600 metres. Pretty uh, tidy sort of a South Island field assembled for this. A uh, good betting race. Original gangster in the market, as is William Wallace, Athene and Yamuna. Right down the very bottom, how did you sort the wheat from the chaff here? Yeah, this is a pretty tricky race to work out. I'll tell you what, Butch, I don't know if you saw the run of original gangster on the synthetic last time, but that was mm. super. For a horse that, that normally gets himself up on speed and, and looks a little bit one pace, don't worry, he can stay, but he's never really shown the speed that he did on the synthetic track. He came from a long way off the pace and picked them up pretty comfortably there, and, and that was his first run in 41 days. So I anticipate he'll be a big improver off that. Another horse that's got an excellent strike rate on heavy going. 
he'll be up somewhere close to the speed from barrier number three. So he looks a good bet in the race. Number five, Silent Battler. Maybe better with one more run under his belt, getting to a strong 1,600 metres. But his first up effort was good. Runs at a really high strike rate, this horse, and he's got plenty of ability. So don't discount him as one of a couple of very good chances for the Southerners. Number one, Midnight Runner, is another one of those. Poor record on the course, but he is going well. He was relegated last time after some interference close to the line. Blink has come off him. He's got the top weight to carry, but he'll keep going all day. And William Wallace, second up, he found the line like a horse who is a really, really in-the-zone animal first up. So he's second up, getting to 1,600 metres, so there's a lot to like there as well. You always get a sight put if you're on Original Gangster. He'll be up close to the speed, and I think you'll get a sight for a long, long way in the mile feature. Hello, the last. We like to back uh, the winner of the last in the last league of the quaddy. Does Red Rufus get uh, reward for some cons- consistent form in the Racecourse Hotel in Motor Lodge 2000? He's going good enough, but I just wonder about the track conditions for him. He, he's sort of been the sort of horse that's probably run his best races on sort of a six to seven or better. He's, he's going to get at best an eight tomorrow. He's got a nice barrier draw to work with, and it's not a deep field, so his class might sort of negate those track stats a little bit around him, Red Rufus. You've got to have him in the mix. I thought Hey Mickey was a nice horse to back in the last. He found winning form at Wingatui last time. Doesn't win out of turn. He'll see out the trip better than most in this race. I found it really hard to try and find much disclosed form over the 2,000 metres. He drops back from a strong 2,200. So Hey Mickey's probably the horse I want to back. Darcy Q with Lisa all press on. Uh, this horse has only been lightly tried at the 2000, but I think at this stage of her campaign, fifth up, coming off the back of a really confidence-boosting run last time, she can run a bold race, and you've got to respect Red Rufus as well. But in one, I think with the four-kilo claim around Hey Mickey, he's a good chance of going back-to-back in what looks to be a pretty even race to round out the programme, Butch. Good on you, Matt. Thanks for your time, as always. Appreciate your in-depth analysis. Good calling tonight at the Trots and tomorrow at Rickerton Park, and we'll catch you in the not-too-distant future. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys, and all, all the best on the punt over the weekend. Excellent stuff. Matt Cross with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis, calling all the action at Rickerton Park tomorrow. Anything that takes your fancy, catches the eye tomorrow at Rickerton, a race or a horse in particular, uh, Butch? Looking forward to the feature, the Greenwood Amberley Cup, and uh, with Matt, uh, original gangster was massive last time. Only if he could replicate that, he would be very, very hard to beat. So look forward to that. Race 8, 3.37, the feature out of Rickerton Park tomorrow. Excellent stuff. We'll take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. On the other side of this, we'll have a chat to uh, Aaron White, who will be uh, calling all the action out at Tauranga. So that will be next on the program. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Well, welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here around SEN. Jordan Canellis and Butch Castles with you. Uh, having a look ahead to what's coming up on the uh, weekend of racing. We spoke to Matt Cross just a moment ago to uh, go through what's happening at Rickerton Park. Uh, all of this can be podcast at sen.com.au if you want to listen back 
to anything you heard ahead of the uh, the weekend's action, you can go back and have a listen to that. Pick out some of the best that's, um, that Matt has recommended and what Butch likes as well. Butch, uh, we were hoping to have a chat to uh, to Aaron White, but he's uh, not picking up his phone right now to take us through what's happening at Tauranga. So it might have to be me asking you the questions. Uh, if you've, uh, I don't know how much uh, research and form you've done on Tauranga, I'm sure you've done a little bit, but what are you uh, what are you looking forward to the most just as a starting point tomorrow? Yeah, well, we've uh, done the form there, so we'll have a look at uh, the Quaddy League, shall we? Race five, the Seeker. Kiwi Fruit Cup, look the local Roger that uh, well in the market, claiming the three kilos down to 58 uh, kilos was a really good run last time. So he's a previous Auckland Cup winner, so if he was able to even half replicate that, he would be awfully hard to beat in their feature over 2100. Thought the dangers were the other two in the market. Uh, number two, Monvento. It's a good win over the mile last time for Rudy Leafing. Gets up to the 2100. Should pose few problems. And number four, Rua Rocks. Will sit on the speed. Carl Henderson could be in for a big day. He's got the favourite Jodelin Girl in the Team Whelan's Tauranga Classic. So uh, Rua Rocks has run that couple of seconds and a third this preparation drawn one should uh, be somewhere thereabouts the speed if not the leader and could prove pretty hard to peg back for Katie Hercock and Carl Henderson so they were uh, the numbers one two and four in the Seeker Kiwi Fruit Cup race six second leg of the quaddy gee this was an open uh, race Favourite is number three, Ossoleta. Look, was really good resuming when running third at Avondale. The next two have been a little bit disappointing, to be fair. Better than that, uh, Sam Weatherly for Stephen Marsh. So tipping that to, uh, well, the punters are suggesting it can come back to form. Wasn't sure, didn't think it was a uh, cut-and-dried race, really even. Needed the uh, six rocket science in Yukwadi, I thought. Built to a good win last time. Uh, Robert Hannum and Bryce Revel team up here. Genuine winter galloper who, uh, look, be very competitive, that's what he is so he's got to be in the mix, Star Treasure was really good until last time at Tarapa last week I think we can forgive him that run, it got pretty testing as the day wore on there at Tarapa, so Star Treasure's uh, prior form was really good and there's a couple uh, down the uh, in the weights a little bit that are resuming, Bergamo Fox and Red Inferno, uh, both of those uh, look in their best form would be really competitive in a race like this and I thought Red Inferno, Inferno might be hard enough to beat uh, fresh up from the two gate, really really even race, think you need a big spread in the quaddy and uh, wasn't sure that Ossoleta deserved to be the $4.20 favourite. The feature race number 7, the Team Whelan's Tauranga Classic Jodelin Girl was very good last time at Hawke's Bay. Uh, look, she's pretty highly uh, talented mare, this. She you, uh, will be aimed at some uh, good group races uh, as the season uh, unfolds into the new year. She's won six from 15 to the races. She's a five-year-old now by Swiss A, so certainly fully matured. I thought she was clearly the one to beat at $3.20, number two Jodelin Girl. thought the filly Millefiore was good last time. Uh, maybe unlocked her. She's always shown plenty of ability. Has one at Tauranga, and on what we saw last time, down in grade, yes, so she goes up in class for this, the uh, Tauranga Classic. But the way that she won last time, she may just cope with that class rise. And the three secret Amour racing very well this preparation for Robert Patterson, as is number seven, Fontaine, Ralph Manning, and his uh, rider Ashwin Gawundasami team up here. And she's won two from three this preparation, Fontaine. She's much stronger this time in, and I gave her some sort of a chance. In what is an even race outside of Jodelin Girl, who was a bit of a standout for me. And the last always... Uh, 
need to be live going into the last of the quaddy, but uh, a few chances here. The one golden hue was very good last time at Ruakaka. We'll get different conditions uh, here. We'll get uh, a heavy track, but it stays in the rating 65 grade. Rahul B. Mud claims the three kilos, so down to 57 kilos. It was in the market at 6.50, as was the two iffy shows, and uh, the three, I, the first link is locally trained by Brian McKeg. Jasmine Fawcett will do the riding. Wide Barrier should be ideal later in the day there. I think they'll get off the fence uh, later in the day at Tauranga. So the Wide Barrier over 1,400, no problem for the first link. And on the strength of what we saw last time, it deserves to be the $3.30 favourite. And the best roughie in the last and one that I thought you might want in your quaddy is number 10, Hot Chocolat. Uh, hit the line really well last time. Tegan Newman will ride for Bryce Revel and Hot Chocolat uh, in its best form would be very, very hard to beat in a race like this, which wasn't a very deep race, wasn't an overly strong Saturday rating 65 for the 30,000. So that's a look at the quaddy earlier in the day. There's a good three-year-old uh, running around in race two, the Tauranga Hardware and Plumbing three-year-old. Uh, look, the, he goes by the name of Turn the Ace. He's only $1.35, so... He's pretty short, probably not a betting proposition. If you look and like something to beat him, well, it's going to be a nice price that you'll be getting. But, gee, he destroyed them last time for Andrew Forsman, who is making a great fist of training on his own account with Murray Baker having retired and turned the ace over 1,300 metres. Should well be able to repeat what he did to them last time at Avondale. So that's a bit of a look at the features out of Tauranga tomorrow. Uh, should be a good day's racing, even though uh, the track will be pretty testing heavy track conditions. If they get a bit of rain on the day, might just loosen it up and make it a bit better. Absolutely. So uh, some picks there for your quaddy if you're looking to put one on tomorrow at Tauranga. Uh, Butch, have you got any bests across the week? Anything that you like overall? Yeah, I really like Jodelin Girl in the feature, the Tauranga Classic. I think she's a mare with plenty of upside. So race seven, number two, Jodelin Girl, for me, the best out of Tauranga in the feature. And didn't mind uh, in race number three, a horse by the name of Offended. So race three, number six, Offended. If it runs in this race, it's also in the last, but if it does run in this race, it just absolutely donkey licked them uh, last time. Takes a massive step up in class, but it just might be a pretty talented winter galloper for Karen McCoy. So race three, number six, offended, I thought was a, a nice each-way bet with the best of them being Jodelin Girl in the feature, the Team Whelan's Tauranga Classic. Before we let you go, Butch, what did you make of uh, Nature Strip at Royal Ascot's, uh, what was it, about a week ago now? Yeah, fantastic, wasn't it, to see uh, the Australasians, shall we call it? Of course, uh, we'll uh, claim Chris Waller and James McDonald, who ply their trade uh, so very well out of their Sydney bases. But, of course, with their Kiwi roots, so many Kiwis involved in the ownership. Of course, ex-All Black coach Sir Steve Hansen, uh, um, a couple of friends of mine, Patrick Harrison and Peter Keane involved in the ownership as well, and they were all there in their uh, top hat and tails to enjoy what uh, would have been an incomparable experience to see their horse Nature Strip do what he did to them at uh, Royal Ascot. Just uh, fantastic that the... Uh, Southern Hemisphere horses uh, have now uh, gone back. It's been uh, a fair while since we've done it. Of course, through the uh, what mid-2000s, uh, there were plenty that went up there and uh, did the job and did it so very well. But uh, great to see Nature Strip go back. And I'm sure it will have whet the appetite of Chris Waller to find another right horse to take up there and take on the Poms uh, at Royal Ascot again. Wonderful week of racing action and great that the... Uh, the Australasian involvement was to the fore. Absolutely. Butch, it's been a pleasure having you on again. And uh, 
hearing your thoughts on what's happening this weekend in New Zealand racing. We'll chat again next week. Good on you, Geordie. Cheers. Butch Castles with us as always. He is the main man on the program. I'm just here to steer the ship, but he's the main man who drives it all. Uh, on Breakfast with the Kiwis. You can podcast this episode at sen.com.au. You can go and filter through all the SEN track shows and uh, it'll all be there for you. Coming up today on SEN track around Australia and New Zealand, we'll have um, Friday form panel from 10.30 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, so about a half an hour from now uh, with uh, Jason Bonington, Nikita Ross. Coming up after that, Taz Racing Talk, uh, with uh, Campbell Brown and Sam Highland for an hour. And then from 1pm, uh, those same two gentlemen will be on with Trackside all throughout the day. Betfair Edge WA and Betfair Edge uh, SA with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock will end your day before Friday night Trackside takes you into the evening with Damien Watson and Josh Jenkins on SEN Track. This has been Breakfast with the Kiwis on your Friday morning. We'll be back again next week. Same time, same place. As always, sen.com.au is where you can go. Enjoy the racing ahead, whether it's at Tauranga or Rickerton or anywhere else around New Zealand. I hope it's a good weekend for you. Have a good one. See ya. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.